The Mind Your Home podcast is now available on video. To watch the video associated with this episode and see any visuals that may be mentioned in the episode, follow the link in the description to the YouTube channel. You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. My good friend Noah has a detailed morning routine set up with Alexa and two other applications called If This Then That and Smart Things, where he adds a calendar event to Google Cal called Wake Up. If This Then That finds all events containing the phrase Wake Up and triggers a virtual switch created in Smart Things called Phase One Wake Up. When that virtual switch is flipped, If This Then That turns on a light in his bedroom closet that gets progressively brighter. Now there's no physical switch, it's all virtual, but Alexa doesn't know. So an Alexa routine also kicks in when it sees the switches on and joins in on the phase one wake up or the gentle phase of waking up by playing forest noises on the dot in his room while starting a countdown for five minutes. After those five minutes is up, that same Alexa routine will turn on another switch called phase two wake up, the less gentle wake up routine, at which point all of the lights in his bedroom are turned on and loud wake up music plays in the kitchen to entice him to get up. At the same time, if this then that closes the wake up switch and records his wake up time in a spreadsheet. We're not quite at that level yet here. I've shared before in other videos how a smart home management system is really ingrained in our daily routines and processes and systems here at my house. And I know that there's like a lot of, um, we'll go with mixed opinions regarding using smart home systems and especially regarding using smart home systems from certain brands. I know a lot of people take issue with Amazon as a company and a lot of people take issue with Google as a company. And those are kind of the only two smart home systems systems, at least that I'm aware of. I'm just waiting for Apple to come out with their smart home system, probably would jump on that bandwagon. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today, how I use and how we here at my home use a smart home system to really simplify our lives. Number one, alarms. We have four people, now we have five, but the baby's not using the alarm so much. She's our own alarm. But we have four people who each need different alarm systems, right? We have wake up at different times, we need different intervals, we like different sounds. And what's awesome about the dots is that you can have as many alarms as you need and they can each have their own sound. They can fade into sound if you want. If I wanna wake up to a comedian telling jokes, I can set that up on the dot. You know, If I wanna wake up to my favorite song, which I've done before, don't recommend it because it makes you like your favorite song just a little bit less. I can set that up as an alarm too. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an alarm to wake up. Of course, it can be an alarm reminder to go exercise or to do something else that you want to do. Number two is lights. We have a lot of lights with a lot of very special names <laughs> set up throughout our home. So it's really neat because you can go into a room and you can just turn on specific lights if you want to, or there are also groups. So you can walk into a room and turn on all of the lights in a room with just a simple voice command. So for example, here in my room, we have our bedside lamps, which are the lamp and the light. 
And then we have our larger paper lamp that we have named the orb because it's a big round light. And then in my daughter Gracie's room across the hall, she has one called the Wisp that is really cool because it also works with a Philips Hue light bulb. And so you're able to adjust the coloring with your voice. You're able to adjust the dimness. We're able to set an alarm system for her that slowly, gradually increases in brightness over the course of 30 minutes to help her wake up in the mornings. In the living room, we also have three lights. We have the office, which is a big string light that can change colors that we have on the desk. The shelf lamp, because it has shelves on it. We're very original and creative over here. And then we have Curvy. And so you just really get creative with the names. In the past, we've had one called the Lantern. We've had the Torch. You just, if you can think of any new light names, then you should definitely share those because as you can tell, we have a little bit of fun getting creative with our light names. All of the lights in the living room are also smart lights. I can say Echo turn the living room to 50% or turn the living room to cozy or turn the living room to bright white. So you can just really get specific on what it is that you need in any given room of your home, which just helps the ambiance and helps you to focus or relax depending on what it is you're trying to do. Probably one that shows up close to the top as far as most frequently is checking the weather. It's kind of funny that we use it that much given that Matt and I both work from home so we're inside most of the time but just about every day five times a day we're asking what the weather is. We want to know the temperature. It rains a lot here in Portland, Oregon so we want to know if we're going to be getting any sunshine at all that day if it's going to be a good day to walk Charlie. Being able just to quickly get the weather at your fingertips and not have to look it up. Alexas tend to be pretty accurate and you're able to get a 10-day forecast so you don't just have to be limited to today's weather. You can look at the future weather and and you can get super nitty gritty if you want to get things like the precipitation and the humidity and the wind factor. I already mentioned one of these, but number four is routines. There are so many different types of routines that you can use and I don't nearly get into as many as I could. Some of the routines that we do have set up are the light that I mentioned for Gracie's room to where at 4.30 in the morning, it starts its slow brightening process that allows her to slowly and gently wake up by the time it's 5.30. But then we also have like an alarm that goes off at 5.00 p.m. every day saying it's chores time to remind the girls to start doing their chores or at 10 p.m. at night saying hey it's tech off lights off time. Those are actually set up as routines and the routines can do a whole bunch of things at the same time. So you can say it's five o'clock chores time and starts playing cleaning music. I mentioned before about the calendar system because we have two daughters with braces. Any of you have had kids with braces or have had braces yourselves? There are a lot of orthodontist appointments and of course now we have a newborn so Chloe's gonna have her newborn appointments. I have my postpartum appointments. We just have a lot of appointments. I mean, I'm running my own business, so I have business appointments. And so I put all of that on my Google Calendar. I'm a big Google Calendar person, and I have my Google Calendar attached to the Alexis. So at any given time, if any one of us is wondering when our next appointment is, we can ask any one of the dots that we have in the house and it will announce when the next appointment is. I had a little bit of pushback on this because people were like, you know, that just keeps your kids from asking you the questions that they need to be asking you or, you know, why would you tell them to go ask the dot instead? Because my brain is not capable of keeping all of that information ready to regurgitate at any given second. 
we have plenty of conversations that are not related to when our next appointment is. Grocery lists. And actually, you can have any number of lists that you want. We have several lists. We all use this literally every single day and people can add it from their own room. You know, like if they go to the kitchen and they realize the milk's out or it's almost out, any person can just go ahead and add milk to the list and it's super simple. And then whenever I go to the store, I'm able to pull up that list on my phone inside of the Alexa app and just check things off. There's even a function because I do use Amazon Fresh for grocery shopping sometimes. You can have it automatically try to match your Amazon Alexa list with the Amazon Fresh grocery. So there's a little bit of interconnection there and I have used that occasionally. So that's one cool feature that you can use with the list. But I also have lists for meals, like what our meals are for the week because we forget so frequently what we have groceries for to make. One feature that I feel like is widely underutilized. In fact, I don't think I've ever been to anybody else's house where they use this system and you should. If you have dots in your house currently, like more than one, you should be using the intercom feature. We use the intercom feature regularly. We have a tri-level condo over here and we're all spread across the different levels. And so we have a dot in just about every room of the house. My point being, at any given time, if we need to ask somebody a question or drop in on somebody or just, you know, say something to a person who's not in the room with us, we don't have to scream. We never have to like open the door and scream downstairs. We can always just drop in. You can also make announcements, which is actually a separate function. If you don't wanna have to check in on every room because you don't know where somebody is, or you just want to let everybody know that it's time to eat, you can make an announcement and it'll go off on all of the Alexa devices. So it actually goes off on my phone. It goes off on my Amazon Fire TV. It goes off on all of our devices throughout the house as far as our dots go. And so everybody gets that notification. We use it for reminders pretty regularly, less regularly probably than the calendar system. But a reminder is cool because you don't have to have it in your calendar and you can use it for anything. So let's say that we're not quite ready to do something yet. Maybe we want to sleep a little bit longer, but we don't want to forget to do something later. We can always just say, you know, Alexa, remind me to call the cable company at 3 p.m. That way we don't forget just little bits of information that aren't necessarily important enough to put on the calendar or have scheduled for a specific time, but that you don't want to forget about. Oh yes, we use the music. And in fact, we use the music so much that we do have a subscription to the Amazon Music Unlimited so that you aren't limited on certain songs. It's only like $3.99 per month for the unlimited music. And I would say that we use it enough to get that value out of it. But even if we didn't, even if we're up in a room that doesn't have the unlimited music, we still use the music feature pretty regularly. Here most recently, we've started using it for Chloe to play Disney songs and lullaby music. It took a little bit of searching to find the kind of lullaby music that wasn't creepy or annoying. There are actually some really good stations that I even enjoy listening to and I even know the words to. My point being, we use the music feature pretty regularly. Something that I use a little less frequently, I used to use it more than I do now, is meditation on the dots, meaning I'll listen to spa music. The thing that I've probably used it the most for in that sense is playing the Tibetan singing bowls. It has a specific station that will play Tibetan singing bowls and it just feels like a womp womp kind of like massage to my eardrums and I love it. Maybe the thing that most people use it for, we also use it for, which is random facts. If we're sitting at the dining table and we're talking about something like, I think most recently we were talking about World War II with the girls and needed to know the date or name some random fact. We turn around, we ask the dot that we have in the kitchen. That happens pretty regularly. Trying to figure out how to pronounce something, that happens a lot. What was the word we couldn't think of here recently? Cumin 
Matt and I had been saying cumin, and Abigail's like, no, I think it's cumin. So we asked the dot, how do you say C-U-M-I-N? And of course, Abigail was right. It's not cumin, it's cumin. More specifically, I'll ask pet questions. And I put this in its own little topic here because I feel like it really is. It's something that we use frequently enough that it really is its own little subject matter. And that's things like, mostly, can Charlie eat this? Can dogs eat carrots? Yes, it's good for their teeth. You know, I get these little bits of information because we don't give Charlie hardly any table scraps. But if we do want to, we wanna be sure we're being safe about it. Timers, and it's funny that I say timers so far down in the list because Matt was recently telling me that he saw a Reddit thread where they were saying that the dots were basically a glorified timer. And he was like, that is not the case for us. <laughs> That's probably not even the main function that we use it for. We definitely do use the timer function, but I would say we use these other features much more frequently than we use the timers. And that brings us to number 14 and 15, which is our bedtime routine. Matt turns on his sleep sounds and I hook up my Bluetooth to the TV because he can't sleep to the TV. This is something that we do Searching. every night that we've done for years now. I've been using this headset that's really cool. I wish that it was wireless and I have seen that there are other brands that carry wireless options, but for the time being, this one works, or at least it did work until a couple of weeks ago when my TV decided that Bluetooth is no longer gonna function on it, so that's not great. And I'm still hoping to get that functionality back, but for years I've been able to connect this headset to my Alexa and connect it to the TV and play TV through this sleeping headset while Matt plays his brown noise through the Echo Dot that's on his side of the bed. And we're all happy and we're all soothed and it's great. So those are the 15 core functions that I use and my family uses on a regular daily basis here at home. That's how we use them. I've definitely tried many other routines and skills and things that just didn't quite stick. So these are the ones that are pretty ingrained. And I will chat with you here next week.